Welcome to the Bougie in a Backpack podcast. I'm Mackenzie from Travel Hacks Mac. I'm Angel from Pennywise Traveler, and we're so happy that you're here today. Today we are talking about some travel etiquette and different ways that you can get things by asking and by being nice and some lessons that we've learned from that. And also, do not forget that this week we have the New Year, New Me Challenge coming up. It's totally free. You can join by entering the link in the show notes. And we're gonna, it's gonna be a lot of fun. If you guys have joined our challenges in the past, we do we give a lot of information and we do a lot of surprises. And so you don't want to miss out. So if you're looking to tra- plan your travel for 2024 and you're not sure where to begin, if you don't have anything planned yet, even if you do have things planned yet, we'll definitely have something for you there. Yes, definitely check out the New Year New, New Me Challenge. If travel hacking has been one of your goals that you had never gone around to, this is definitely for you. We're still financing some of our partners that we have for this week, so you're going to be super excited about that. Every time that we do a challenge, people learn so much. A lot of people said from our stacking challenge, they went from 101 to 301. A lot of people learned how to use different travel hacking tools when we use our travel hacking challenge, and a lot of people learned how to stack a lot more from the holiday shopping challenge. These are all the recent ones we just did this past year. We're also going to be hosting the Bougie in a Backpack Virtual Travel Summit in March. So if you're interested in being a speaker, we are actually still accepting applications. We are going to be having some of our speakers on the podcast as well. So if you want to enter that, you can go to the link in our show notes and sign up there. Yes, we got some applications so far. So we're so excited for the people who have sent us our applications so far. So definitely you want to be part of this as well. This is a big community that we can be a, be a part of. You don't have to have a certain amount of followers to be part of the Travel Hacking Summit. All, all people are welcome. You could talk about any travel topics. So if you want to bring a family travel tip, if you have um, solo traveling tips, if you have travel hacking tips, there's so many different travel hacks that you can talk about. Even if you want to do a specific, let's say country, if you want to talk about travel hacking in Mexico, travel hacking to get to Europe, anywhere necessarily, that might be good topics as well. We're kind of open to different types of topics. We don't have a specific agenda of what you can or cannot talk about for travel hacking wise. So we're excited about the people who have applied so far and we look forward to seeing your application as well. Yeah. So here at Bougie and Backpack, we like talking about saving money while traveling, but that doesn't have to be you. Everyone has their own travel style, but me right now, I'm recording live from the van. <laughs> We're going on a little adventure this weekend. So, um, so it's, yeah, it's fun. I'm glad that this seems to be working, this recording. I hope, but yeah, so I'm in the van this weekend. Angel, you just came back from Europe and I know you had some interesting things going on when you were in Europe. So tell us about that. Okay, so I took a um a red eye from J from LAX to JFK. So I stayed at the Amex Lounge for like twelve hours. Surprise, surprise. So, <laughs> <laughs> so people don't know this, but like if you have a connection flight the same day out of the same airport, so like my flight, I think I landed around seven a.m., but then my flight was at seven p.m. Like, so that's like, what, 12 hours or so? Amex, they have an exception where if you have a same-day connection, they don't mind if you stay at that lounge that long. So I was there for like 12 hours. I showered in that lounge. I ate breakfast, dinner, lunch in that lounge. I wish I had time to go to the gym in that lounge. I didn't have time to go to the Equinox lab in that lounge. I wish I had time to do that. But um, I also slept in the corners. Like, I felt kind of bad, but like... 
one of those corner like sofas that they had there in the back where there's a table and a corner sofa there I just slept there for a little bit too as well no one noticed me hopefully but I was sleeping there resting as well the Amex lounge usually usually you can't go in unless it's until it's three hours before your flight so that's like the cheat code for that is the only way to spend that much time in an Amex lounge and actually like get to use all of the things that it has is if you have a connection flight so sometimes like I like to put my connections in places like JFK or Charlotte where they do have a Centurion lounge so I can just hang out there yeah, I mean, I got a lot of work done there, too. So, like, it was fine. Like, I, I was fine there. I They even had mojitos there now. Usually they run out of, um, what's it called? What's it? It's a, they usually they run out of I mint. I love mojitos. <laughs> mint. But, like, this time they had mint, so that was nice. Mm. So it was it was a good experience there. I mean, this is, like, my second time doing something like that. Like, well, no, third time, actually. So I did this when I was going to Europe in September. And I also did this for Mexico the year prior as well when I had a connection in Mexico City. So like I was there for like leaving my stuff in the locker and then exploring Mexico City. But this time I stayed in the lounge the whole time. The staff didn't seem to mind either. They, they saw me there. They kept coming back. They're like, hey, do you have everything you need here? They were nice to me there. <laughs> so like I was fine. Yeah, as long as you're nice to them, they're I feel like especially in that lounge, they're they're pretty nice. The service is pretty good. They clean up everything really fast because they're trying to get like they never like the second I'm done taking a bite of something, they'll take the plate away. Like so you're not you don't have like plates everywhere. Yeah, I, I think like. it's also because they, they want to get people out. <laughs> but, but for me, I think they were nice to me. This yeah, is- I no, I totally think that's why. This okay, so this is a kind of a funny story, but uh, so you know how like there's a zipper for your mic, your headphones and stuff. Mine actually broke. So you know what happened? One of the Amex Centurion Lounge ladies went by, and I told her like, "Look, I can't get the zipper to write back." You know what she did for me? She actually like took her thing and knitted it back and put a piece of tape because she didn't have her whole um knitting kit with her. And she's like, "Here, I I fixed a zipper for you. So just zip until this line and tape the rest." So yeah. <laughs> not lying she literally fixed my um what? my uh, my my zipper that i had for my microphone not not this microphone but for my headset for my work my workplace one because the, the the zipper came off because i like oh wow and she she taped the part that was at the end and then she's like hey just zip until here i fixed a zipper for you but just don't <laughs> go past this tape and you'll be fine and and then when you get home then use your 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 she was like she had a sewing kit with her she 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 had um she didn't have her knitting kit with her but she used a piece of tape to cover the other part so it stayed together and then she put the zipper back together for me so that that was the first sign of niceness actually to start off my trip But yeah, I never thought a random Amex Centurion wow. lady would do that for me. I just happened to be there and I was like, oh shoot, I like, I zipped it too fast. And then she was walking by and I told her like, look, I met, I broke this. Do you know how to fix this? And she's like, I got you. Don't worry. <laughs> wow. So, so that, yeah, okay. I, I got nice. I've never heard of that service. one. That's, so that's, a, never... that's a hack you guys can take with you. <laughs> if you ever have a zipper that breaks... Who knows? Maybe one of the Centurion ladies will help you fix it. They they fixed mine. 
she she was like she's like i'm sorry i don't have like my knitting tool like to like zip to like knit this to close off so i had to use a piece of tape but this should help you in the meantime and i was like oh that's so nice of you thank you you know so so that started off with that trip you know and then um i flew from delta one um so i i booked i used virgin atlantic points to book a delta one flight so this was like thirty nine thousand points with the virgin atlantic transfer bonus that was on chase a few months ago so i think the retail price for this flight was pretty good so instead of 50k it was like 39k and then how much was taxes and fees like 560 like it wasn't it it was like around like 560 okay um, oh perfect yeah, so like Virgin Atlantic, they don't hike up the fees like how like you know for certain airlines, let's say for um, Air Canada, for example, it's usually like at least a hundred or so mm-hmm. dollars. For Virgin Atlantic, it's only like five sixty. So it's kind of like yeah. American when you when you fly international. So th- that was mm-hmm. nice. And then um, when I got to the hotel, guess guess what happened? This happened to me two times. I checked in at nine o'clock. <laughs> in the morning for two hotels so when i was in windham in brussels i checked in like what at 9 a.m when i was at the hyatt in antwerp i checked in at 9 a.m no issue <laughs> so like i had good customer service back wow. then and that's unheard of right like no one like people complained to me i had this i have this reel that's actually going viral on facebook right now right now i hit over 1 million i posted about how i take red eyes and then i i, I take red eyes to save money on hotels and then, like, how I take a flight, let's say, like, at 10 p.m. That gets people really upset. It gets people upset. It's going viral on Facebook right now. <laughs> so, because um, <laughs> you can um, push Instagram Reels out to Facebook Reels. So, it's going viral right now. And that one, a lot of people are complaining. Like, you can't get in that early. And I'm like, sir, I just went to Antwerp and I checked in at 9 a.m. I went to Brussels, checked in at 9 a.m. at Wyndham. I had no issues. This is all fine. Sometimes they let you check in early. So they had a room available. Did you call the hotel beforehand? I didn't actually. I just got there. And then like I I was like, oh hey, like um okay. it's like, can I check in? Can I leave out my stuff? And then both of them, they're like, Oh, we actually have a room ready for you. And I was like, Okay. Well, the one in Brussels, that that one in Wyndham originally she was like oh well like i don't know if i want to open the sixth floor yet because it's easier for housekeeping if i keep you all on the same floor but like the fifth floor they're not done cleaning rooms and she was like oh actually no it's okay you're nice i'll switch you to sixth floor so like it's housekeeping already cleaned that floor but she wanted five the floor floors five and under so it'd be easier for housekeeping but she opened the sixth floor just for me because she's like it's okay i don't want you to wait it's okay so that was like she she was nice in the brussels hotel for when but you like you walked in there not assuming that they were going to no. give you the room. You just walked in there saying, oh, I have my bags, but like, you know, this is my reservation and you're nice about it. And they're like, oh, well, actually we can let you in. Yeah. You weren't like, give me my room now. No, I didn't <laughs> like, say any of that. I'm like, well, like my friend, she got her room early and I was like, oh, I wish I had my room early too. And she was like, well, the sixth floor, they're not done cleaning. The sixth floor is, they're done cleaning, but I wanted to keep it to five floors and under. But she was like, mm, it's okay. I'll, I'll let you have it. She's like, I'll let you, I'll just move you and your friend to that floor. And then those rooms are already clean. Wow. But I, she originally wanted to make, make it easier for housekeeping to be like five, five floors and under instead of opening up the sixth floor. But then she changed her mind. She's like, it's okay. I'll let you guys have it. So that was nice of her. And then on my Delta flight, the the um the flight attendant yeah. made me flowers out of paper paper napkins. So I'm just saying, like this, I posted this <laughs> reel on my um, Instagram page. So but like, look, 
if I can have a random flight attendant make me flowers, ladies and men, you better have, be with someone who can do the same thing for you. It doesn't matter if it's a man or woman. Like, if you're dating someone, if they, they better like buy flowers, you flowers though. or at least have enough emotional capacity to be with someone that can think about you and make you flowers. He left me really, I was dead asleep on my Delta flight. <laughs> woke up to paper napkins and a note on my on my table for my like on my seat and he left me like hey angel like it was nice like seeing you record everything you're you're so nice and blah 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 i got you flowers and like i got you a box some chocolates too to enjoy your delta flight so that was very nice of them you know and then during the delta flight i was making casual talk with the flight yeah. attendants i was being very nice to them i was like oh hey like how's it going i was making casual talk with them no one okay i'm not saying that i'm the best talker but like I noticed the people next to me, they weren't really talking to the flight attendants. So maybe I made a difference where I was being very like talkative and just saying like how to talk to people and stuff. But um, I've been told I talk a lot anyways, <laughs> but like I, I am a talker, but like, well, good thing this is a talking podcast. <laughs> well, I don't know. I feel like it comes with my background too, right? So it's like, I, I, in college, I lived with 56 people for two years. I learned a lot of people skills, right? Like when you live with 56 people for two years, you kind of learn how to work with different mm -hmm. personalities, right? I also work in cybersecurity. I get paid to think like a thief, right? So like, you have to remember that I'm kind of like thinking ahead of people too. Like there's a lot of psychology that I know. So it's like, you kind of have like the different types of skill sets, a lot of different social engineering that I know how to do as well. So it's like, not that we're going to talk about cybercrime or anything like that, but just saying like, it comes with my background <laughs> as well. So like there's a lot of psychology right so like i know how to read yeah. things i know how to analyze things i know how to read the room i know how to do things that not a lot of people know how to do so it's like you kind of have to know how to do the different people skills right so there there's that not to scare mm -hmm. anyone <laughs> like it's yeah you truth. can't just go in being a robot to people no you can't yeah. do that you have to you have to know how to carry a conversation right so like i know how to carry a conversation pretty well i would say so you, you kind of have to have those certain types of people skills. And I just built mm -hmm. those people skills over time. So it just takes time. So I was talking to all the flight attendants and Delta and everything. And then they're being very nice to me. And then I woke up to a nice note from them. And then him also leaving me paper flowers and stuff. So it's like, okay, like if I can have a random flight attendant leave me paper flowers, please be with a man or woman that does the same thing for you. Where they think about you, you know, like that guy, that flight attendant wanted me to have a nice <laughs> trip to Europe. So he left me a nice note and flowers. Same thing for anyone you date, right? Like if you're dating someone, I hope that that person buys you flowers or at least makes you flowers. If you think, like, think about it. Like you can buy napkins at the dollar store for $1. Like, if you cannot buy flowers at Trader Joe's or wherever, 1-800-Flowers, you can get even free napkins probably from a restaurant if you're ordering takeout and make someone paper napkins, too, you know? I feel like what if you're on a flight and you, like, see you see someone you like on the flight, you ask the flight attendant for napkins and you make them a flower bouquet. That could be a strategy for, for meeting someone who's into travel. Yeah, I mean, that's a bougie backpack hack. You don't have any money to, like, go buy flowers then you can go to a restaurant trying to get free napkins or go or, or go to a public restroom right go to a library there's napkins there there's in the in the restroom there's those paper towels you can make someone paper napkins. get them from the airport lounge get them from the airport lounge there's so many ways to get free paper napkins from somewhere so anyways back to that story i just hope like if i could have a random flight attendant it's your valentine's day 
Valentine's Day, it's like a month away, right? Please be with someone that can do the same thing for you. There's Life is too short to handle like people that just waste your time or people that don't have any emotional capacity or emotional awareness. It's like you shouldn't be with someone who doesn't think about you. And when that happened, you know what it made me think of? It made me think of the All the Small Things song from Blink-182. She left me, I, this is so out of tune, but like she left me roses mm-hmm. by the stairs. Surprises let me know she cares. She cares. <laughs> yeah. So you sing it better than I do, right? So surprises let me know she cares. She left me roses by the stairs. That tune popped up in my head when I woke up to that flower. I was like, oh, this is like the Blink-182 <laughs> song. Like surprises let me know she cares, you know? Like And then and like bouquet of flowers, you know, left me roses by the stairs. Oh, well, there's paper roses right by my right by my seat so so that that was a surprise too so like i'm just saying people just be with someone that thinks about you life is too short to handle people that just drain out your energy you know anyway yeah that's a, some life lessons from that from the delta flow true <laughs> so what about didn't they show you they took a video of them making ice cream was that that same flight Oh no, that was American Airlines. So I was on the way back. I had a my TikTok got banned. Okay, so this this, there's so many catastrophes that happened this past month. Okay, so like my TikTok got banned, and one of my reels that went viral was the American Airlines flight I took from um Dublin to Philadelphia. So in the back, this is where people skills also helps you. The flight attendant from American Airlines, she really liked me, so she taped a behind the scenes of her making ice cream with the other flight attendants to make me ice. and delivering it to my seat so that was very nice of them that was a reel that hit a a lot of views on on tiktok i think it went over 20 or 30k at least for that one so that one hit pretty viral pretty quick so um that one my tiktok unfortunately got banned the one like i had a bunch of trolls come after me that saying that travel hacking is fake fraud so like right now i have to rebuild my tiktok account being nice though got you good content as well because they took the video for you it's like you had like a it's like you had a, an assistant. <laughs> yeah, that happens a lot. People ask me all the time, like, who who films your videos? And I was like, I don't have a photographer. It's the flight attendants. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't have a photographer. It's actually the flight attendants that film all the content whenever I'm in business class. Or I ask the person who's sitting behind me, like, um, whenever I enter the airplane, when I walk in the airplane, I ask the person who's right behind me, like, hey, can you film this clip? And they, they usually say yes. So, like, yeah. I mean... I, I think the only time no one has helped me film was when I was the last one to board because I was flying standby on Southwest, <laughs> which was my my thing. And I was a group C. So that was like the only one or a few times where I never had anyone film me walk into an airplane when, when I was in group C flying standby on Southwest. Yeah, you're like, you're also not afraid to ask people for things or to just talk to people like that. I think that gets you a long way is just not being afraid to go up to people see this is where the people skills help help in like you guys have to like learn how to hold conversations be nice to people not expect much like i never like i didn't come into that delta flight expecting my flight intent to make me flowers or anything I didn't expect any of that. I was just like, look, I'm here to fly business class. We're going to get to Brussels for like the New Year and everything. That would be fine. As long as they have food and as long as that 
that that the thing is fine then i'm okay and long but i i do have one complaint so like the um flying that delta one flight this is actually not my favorite delta product actually and i actually told the flight attendant this i was like how come like there's not that much space here like on this business class flight and he was like sorry lady this is one of our older airplanes oh. so this is kind of more narrow because this was one of the smallest um business class seats i ever flown that's life flat like everything else that i've flown on like united polaris american airlines um Joel, um eddie hod all the other ones i've ever flown on they had much more space so i actually told him that and he was like sorry like he he felt so bad he was like sorry this is one of the older airplanes so it's kind of smaller in the space and i asked him how come we don't have pajamas? Not that I was expecting pajamas, but I was yeah. trying to tell him like, hey, like I got pajamas on American and I got pajamas on United. Like, do we have pajamas on um, Delta as well? And he was like, sorry, we don't have those. So like, I did not come demanding him and complaining like, hey, like I want a refund because he didn't offer me pajamas. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, I'll just take it, you know? Yeah. So it's like, you can't always, like also certain flights that you fly on, they don't always have pajamas. Yeah. Too. A lot of business class flights actually don't have them. Like first class does. Yeah. It's only certain ones. Like, and then some, some of them you have to ask for pajamas too. Mm -hmm. So when I flew United Polaris from Taipei to SFO, they told me on that flight, they only give out pajamas if you ask. They don't, they don't go out of their way to give you pajamas because mm -hmm. they said that they don't really like, they have limited supply. So it's also not every flight you fly on gives out pajamas too. So you get lucky if you have that as a souvenir. But yeah, he felt really bad. He was like, sorry, like, like you're saying that the plane is small, that, <laughs> that there's no pajamas here. <laughs> and I was like, it's okay. I'm not going to hold this against you. I told him like, look, it's fine. Like, I'll, I'll just take it. I'm just happy to fly business class to go to Europe for the new year. It's, it's okay. No, but so then, hey, I woke up to flowers, so maybe that was part of it. He felt like maybe I had to make her feel better that <laughs> she wakes up and enjoy the paper flowers and the chocolate that I got her. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. So what happened on the rest of your Europe trip? I know you had some other mishaps and some things that didn't go according to plan. So I was going from Antwerp to Brussels and then Brussels to Luxembourg. So I didn't know this, but like sometimes when it rains very heavily, the trains, they they make you reroute, actually. So like I, people get mad at me when oh. I say this. I used to live in New York. <laughs> like I don't want to say that again. It's <laughs> fine. Everyone take a shot, Okay. But I didn't know this, but apparently this happens in Europe. If you have a positioning flight, because I know a lot of people do this in Europe, especially because the cities are so close. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people take a same day flight from another country because the cities are so close. So let's say like you're going from London to Paris, right? That's only two hours on the train. 
same thing from Paris to like Brussels. Mm-hmm. It's like two hours or so. So if you're doing the same day like train yeah. to go to a flight to position yourself, just be careful because like I was taking my train from um, Antwerp to Brussels and Brussels to Luxembourg. That train was supposed to be only what two trains total. I am taking four plus a bus. because like apparently like the train station got really flooded that i was supposed to go through so they had to reroute us and make us get off the train station that we were at because they couldn't move any further because of the flooding was too dangerous for the train tracks so we had to wait for a bus and then like the bus had to bring us to a different train station and then we went on the train for a little bit and then they stopped us again because the, the other train station ahead of us had a flooding issue too. So they made us reroute to a different train station again and then finally got to Luxembourg. Oh but at gosh. that point, I already missed my um free walking tour. I was like, am I going to make it or not? Like I left here like around what, 5 or 6 a.m. And I'm like so tired to and everything and i just wanted to go on my free walking tour once i got to luxembourg and then the guy next to me on the train station we just made casual talk and he was like you know what like i'm so once sorry you missed your free walking tour i'll show you around and he was like i'll invite my wife too and i was like okay so like i ended up spending a day with this polish couple who showed me around luxembourg and then um for people that don't know so luxembourg they don't have a lot of big hotel chains there so they have a hilton there but the hilton's really far from the city center they have a best western there and that's about it from like the big major chains so they don't have a marriott they don't have a hyatt so like they're very they don't have an ihg so they're very like well actually they might have a holiday inn i forgot if they do or not but they don't have um like all the major ones so like like you go to anywhere like paris mm-hmm. for example you have like marriott you have hyatt you have hilton you have ihg you have all the big names so it's very easy to transfer your credit card points to so when i got to luxembourg there's no hyatt there's no marriott there's no um the hilton was kind of far off so i was like okay what i can do is do a quick day trip here to luxembourg and leave my stuff at the locker so uh, you can leave your stuff for at the locker in luxembourg for the train station for five euros per item so i left my backpack and my suitcase there so it was only 10 euros so that was like my bougie and backpack hack instead of paying like 150 i think it was like 150 euros with the taxes so like when i was checking for radisson and for best western and these are like not even nice hotels. These are like best western Radisson. well sometimes best western in europe is nice true true I, I feel like a lot of the hotels like choice and best western once you leave the u.s it's nicer overseas so i do agree mm-hmm. with that like a lot of yeah. the um, u.s is not very good with certain hotel chains but when you leave the u.s sometimes it's better so i was like okay well if there's no major hotel chain here the bougie backpack hack for me to do is to like leave um antwerp early leave my stuff in a in a train station for five euros per item and not book a hotel and take the latest train to get to paris because in paris i'm staying at that paris high regency paris etoile and that's only twelve thousand points a night and also that hotel is a bougie in a backpack all inclusive in disguise because there's a club lounge there so i ate breakfast there i ate like (laughs) I ate a big breakfast. I didn't have to pay for lunch. I ate dinner there because at dinner, um, one of the nights that they had there, they actually had um, oysters and they also had seafood. So like, this was actually a pretty good dinner, I would say. (laughs) So like, I didn't, I I didn't mind eating there. So like, I I was like, all right, I'll eat there. But um, yeah, so for my Luxembourg hack, that was to like, leave all my stuff in the locker for 10 euros instead of paying 150 euros to spend the night 
at a Radisson or Best Western because I felt like it wasn't really worth the money. I, I don't see myself really using um, Radisson points in the future or like Best Western points in the future. You have to remember for Radisson, it's not like using Choice in Americas. So Choice, they have Radisson Americas, which you can use. To, so I used this when I was in Seattle. I booked a Radisson but when it's not Americas, you cannot transfer. So the, the relationship that Choice has with Radisson is only the Americas. So in Europe, they don't have a relationship because mm-hmm. they sold it off. So I can't transfer ch- Choice points to book that Radisson in Europe. Yeah, it's like almost like a different hotel. It's a different hotel chain technically because they only the mm-hmm. Americas is only linked to Choice in the U.S. So like I was like, okay, well, I'm never going to use these Radisson points because I cannot even like use them to book America properties or anything. So it doesn't make sense for me to pay 150 euros. It just makes sense for me to spend a day trip here. So that's, that was the plan. And then I did that and I missed my free walking tour. So that I ended up talking to the guy next to me on a train. (laughs) And then he was like, okay, me me and my wife can show you around. And I was like, all right, I guess, I guess that's how it works. (laughs) And then they did. Once again, like being friendly and talkative, like got you something. Yeah, they were they were they were fine. They, we had good company and stuff and everything. So I I end up in one piece back to the train station in time to make that Paris Paris train station to go to um from Luxembourg to Paris in two hours the 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 train. So it was fine. I made it to the Paris um higher Regency Paris, but I was a bit mad. So this is this is partially my fault because I decided to take the later train. But when I was in the Hyatt app. They said that there's a suite available, and I was like, oh my gosh, like when I get to the Hyatt Regency in Paris, I'm gonna have a suite for all seven days of my stay. And when I got there, like because it was like past because check-in at Hyatt is like around three there. So like I got there around six or seven. And then when I got there, I was like, oh no, I checked the Hyatt app. The Regency suite is gone. <laughs> so like for those of you guys that don't know, if you're a Hyatt globalist, oh, no, you get free upgrades. You get free upgrades. So when I got there, they're like, oh, sorry, like, it's gone now. And I was like, oh, no. And then, um, so I didn't have it for that day. But they upgraded me to a nicer room. So they upgraded me to, like, a club lounge floor. So I had a view of the Eiffel Tower and everything. So that was still kind of nice. I actually did an Instagram poll on my IG story. And it was about close to 50% for each. But some of the people were... I asked them, like, do you prefer this higher agency suite or do you prefer this view of the Eiffel Tower at my floor? Which one would you pick? And it was about, like, close to 50% for each where they, like, it was almost like the the one that ended up winning was mm-hmm. the higher, the, um, wasn't the suite, actually. It was the the view of the Eiffel Tower because a lot of people like that that room better than my Hyatt, um my wow. suite room actually because my suite room was on the first floor but the Hyatt Regency floor, that was on, like, the 30th floor where I had the view of the Eiffel Tower. So, like, it was, like, you either got, like, a bigger room with the suite. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Or you got the view of the Eiffel Tower. So, like, I that Eiffel Tower one actually won for my view and my IG story. I think especially if you're traveling by yourself, it's, like, you don't really need the huge suite. But you would want that nice Eiffel Tower view. So, like, I didn't, I didn't mind having that space. Sometimes that's nice for me, too. Like, I like, because sometimes I feel, because um, for people that don't know. Yeah. A lot of the hotel rooms in Europe, they're kind of small. So when you book the Hyatt Regency for, like, let's say the, the um, t- there's no double beds. Like, you know how, like, you go to the U.S., you can easily book a two double beds or two two queen-size beds. There is two twin beds mm-hmm. or one king bed. And the limit for the occupancy is yeah. two people. So, like, that's how it is in Europe. It's not like going to the U.S. where you can put four people in a room. It's only two. 
And then also on top of that, the suite that they had was up to three people. Mm-hmm. So like um, they had um, what's it called? The bed that's called there. I forgot the name of the bed, but it actually unfolds a Murphy bed. So the Murphy bed, it's like a, actually like you can fold it up to mm-hmm. the um i filmed it when the guy was putting it away to make my room bigger <laughs> so like the regency suite and the high regency pairs is actually two rooms in one so like one side of the room you can have your king bed and the other side is for oh. the um the king bed where that they can fold up or down to make your couch for um your bed so like you book the regency suite if you have three people but you book a regular room if you have two people so people like the suite because it fits three people is it a Murphy bed like coming out of the wall or is it yeah a, they did like a pull-out they, couch kind of thing yeah or like a futon? So that's what they did for oh me. okay it's out of the wall okay gotcha yeah they so they folded it back up to the wall to make the Murphy okay. bed and stuff so I, I I didn't mind doing that I was like I don't mind having this extra space to walk around because like I know for me it's like when you're when you're used to tight spaces in certain places you kind of like the freedom of space like I I don't know for me it's like I don't mind having the extra space but yeah. like I rather extra space in the view of the Eiffel Tower oh no yeah so it depends on what your your thoughts are but most people actually want the Eiffel Tower more than the, the extra space but I don't mind the extra space because I get like I still had two bathrooms to be able to get the room where you like where you were able to switch was it because you were nice and asked or because I think some people don't know that you can there's an option for you to stay in one room and then say hey if this room becomes available and because I'm globalist because I have status can you let me know? And and then I would be willing to like stay in the less nice room first and then switch rooms to get the thing that I want. I, I asked them. So when I checked in, the only suite that was left was a presidential suite. And the lady was like, sorry, I have to make you pay if you want that one. I was like, okay, I don't need to pay. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I was like, I'm not paying yeah. for that presidential I can't imagine suite. at that hotel getting the presidential. It's crazy. She, she was like, I have to make you pay if you get the presidential suite that's the only suite we have left and i was like oh it's okay and she's like you know what i'll give you the club lounge room so you have a nice view of the eiffel tower this is still a very good room for you to have it's very close to the club lounge so you have easy access to food so you don't have to worry and i was like okay like i i would take that yeah. she's like because i booked them for the high agency paris Etoile. A lot of the um, rooms for the twin rooms that are 12,000 points or the king bedrooms, those go by really quick. So a lot of times you might be stuck with an 18,000 room. So 18,000, you, you, you might pay 18,000 points to have a club lounge access room. So for two of my nights out of the seven nights that I was there, I had to book the 18,000 points for two of the nights because it didn't drop down to 12,000. Like only like two or three days of my okay. stay was 18,000 even though I already had I was a little bit upset of it I told them about that and they're like sorry like you can only book the 12,000 room if it's available but we only have the 18,000 ones so you're gonna have to keep that in the meantime so I was like okay it's fine like you still gave me the suite so I'll, I'll take it it's, it's it's okay but what if you're not globalist wouldn't you wouldn't you rather just book the club room if yeah, you're not globalist so you're... and then with the mm-hmm. suite you don't get if you booked a suite but you're not globalist you don't get access to the club do you I don't know if you do actually if, if you booked a suite outright, I don't know if, like, mm-hmm. if you would access the club lounge. I don't, you have to read the terms and ask them. Like, I don't know if mm-hmm. it would let you have that. Just because if you paid 18000 and then they gave you a club lounge, like, room, you know that that one for sure has it. But I don't know if you book a suite mm-hmm. outright, if they'll give you access to the lounge. Like, I don't know if that would work, though. Yeah, so, if you don't have globalist. But if, if you have you globalist, global- it's like you don't have to worry about. Like, so for you, it was no concern between the two. Yeah, but I think a lot of people don't have globalist. So it's like if you're thinking about this hotel. I mean, I was just annoyed for two nights. I had to pay an extra 12000 Yeah, because you didn't. There's no reason for you to pay that. 
No, because I already have globalists. I already have the free club lounge. So it didn't matter for me. But for two of the nights of the seven days that I was there, it didn't drop down to 12,000. They told me like, hey, if it drops down on Sunday, you have until Sunday to cancel Monday and Tuesday. So like you can cancel that if you want on Sunday night, if it drops down to 12,000. But if not, you, ha- you have until Sunday night to cancel for free. Otherwise, you have to pay a fee or something like that. But I was like, okay. So I asked the management there. I was like, hey, if it drops down to 12000 can I just rebook this and you guys not charge me? And he said I had until Sunday night for it to drop. And if it didn't, then I have to keep the 18000 without getting penalized. So in hotels, you can cancel within a threshold. So I know that for my Hyatt hotel that I did at JDV Hotel in New York, that one you had until 6 p.m. that same day to cancel. For Paris, I think it was like up to like 24 hours or 48 hours before. So they told me like you only had up to like one or two days to cancel before. So they gave me the deadline because I was there for like a week until Sunday night. They're like, hey, you have until Sunday night. And if Mm -hmm. not, we'll charge you extra if you cancel all all of a sudden like for the stay. And there's like the Park Hyatt Kyoto or whatever. Yeah. It's like different hotels have different rules of the cancellation policy. And also like at that point, I I already got moved into the suite on on Saturday. So I was like, oh, well, I already have a nice room. So it's like for me to pay an extra 12,000 points. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. that's still annoying for me because the 12,000 points is just one extra night that I could have stayed at the high Regency, right? Because I'm paying 6,000 points extra for two nights for a club yeah. lounge room when I don't have to pay an extra 6,000 points. But because there's no availability for any twin beds for those two days or two, two, two twin beds or one king bed for 12,000 points, I have to pay to the next tier, which is the club lounge room at 18,000. And then the Regency mm-hmm. suite's at 21,000. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to pay for Regency suite if I get a free upgrade, <laughs> which happened. I'm like, I'm not going to pay extra for that. So like... um. They they were like, well, you have until Sunday night to cancel, and like, you we can keep you in this room until then, but like, let us know by Sunday night what what you think. So then Sunday night when I checked it, like I kept I actually kept checking every day because I was like, oh, wait, like like let me just keep checking every day, and then it never dropped to twelve thousand where it opened up. So I just paid an extra twelve thousand points total, even though I didn't have to for those six thousand points extra for the club lounge room for two nights. It's okay. I mean, I was annoyed, but like, it's, it's, it's fine. I got a free upgrade for five nights that I was there. And most of the suite upgrades that I've gotten in the past, they didn't give me five nights of, of, um, a suite, but they gave me five nights of the Regency suite. So I was fine with that. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Cause like most people, if you have a suite night upgrade, like one of those height certificates, you can have seven nights of a suite. I didn't have any of those. So like, I just, mm-hmm. they just gave me a complimentary one for five nights. So I was. I was okay with that. And all just for asking. So I think the moral of the story is if you ask for things, you're more likely to get it. Like sometimes there are travel hacks and there's, especially having loyalty helped, you know, being, knowing how to conduct yourself and be nice and talkative though and friendly can get you a long way and can get you some, it sounds like there's, you know, between they were helping you out in the Centurion Lounge on the flight, they were nice to you and they were like taking photos and making you a bouquet of flowers. And then just by talking to the person on the train, you were able to get a free walking tour when you <laughs> missed your free walking tour and we were able to get a sweet upgrade just by being nice and asking. So, and then 9 a.m. checking at two hotels. <laughs> I think there's a lot to gain from that. Like, it, it isn't all just about travel hacks, it's also just it's also just like being a nice person and being friendly because that that at the end of the day that is like the best currency is like 
being a good person yeah, so you have to know how to carry yourself in a conversation and how to say things in a specific you know there's a lot of different podcasts out there about adequate and stuff of how to like hold conversations and stuff we're not the adequate podcasts that you should be listening to but there's a lot of different resources you can look into in different podcasts books <laughs> yeah. i'm pretty sure you can find like different how to like different types of youtube videos that you can find of how to like carry conversations you know yeah and then the high regency they also gave me like um chocolate and a wine too so that was oh, my welcome okay. gift too they gave me chocolate and wine when i got to my room too so they already had it planned out they're like hi like angel like we hope you enjoy your stay love the vip team we got you like wine and chocolate and i was like oh that's so nice of them when i went, went into the room they was already there i was like oh they probably planned this when i was checking in it's yeah. funny because originally they told me that i didn't have the eiffel tower room so i bet while I was checking in, one of the housekeepers or hotel employees moved my stuff to a different room, the like the welcome gift. They probably just moved my it from my original room. Yeah, they must have like paged someone to do that. I, I think so true. I think so true. They must have paged someone to do that. Cause then when I got into that room, it was already there. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, because like originally the lady told me like oh we we put you on this wow. floor but we decided to upgrade you to the paris eiffel room instead and then they had the bellman walk me to my room too so if, whenever you switch rooms they have the bellman help you out too so you don't have to worry about carrying all your stuff by yourself oh yeah i saw that on your instagram stories where he's like you're like like hey this is nico he's helping me with my stuff <laughs> he was really nice to me i bumped into him when i was That's leaving good. the hotel too and he was like hey how was your stay like how is everything i bumped into him in a few times when i was leaving hyatt to go explore paris and stuff and he talked to me a few times when i was leaving he was like hey how's everything and i was like oh that's so nice of him to remember me too so um yeah just be nice to people too I yeah i mean i think it, i think it goes a long way yeah i mean i think it's just like you have to know how to carry yes. yourself like i'm never really entitled when i go to hotels i i don't ask them like when i i mean i yeah i did ask for the presidential suite i was like hey you can give me that room but i didn't do it in a demanding way i didn't say like hey like i really want this room. but you said it kind of you said it jokingly kind of right yeah i said it in a joke i was like but sometimes it's, i think you ask for things like kind of jokingly but then they're like they're like okay sure and you're like oh i didn't actually think like you would do that but okay. i mean look like if they wanted to give me the presidential suite they should have <laughs> And then literally like a day or two later that regency suite opened up so i asked them i was like hey like i'm a hayek globalist like i saw this regency suite opened up and the lady at the desk was like okay let me see what i can do for you and then she was checking the floor plans and everything she's like okay i'm sorry she's like she this is how she, she's like i'm sorry but it's on the first floor like i want you to visit the room before you i give it to you is that okay and I was like, yeah, that's fine. And then she went with me to visit the room and stuff. And she's like, do you want it? She's like, I know your other room has a better view of the Eiffel Tower. This one has no view. It has a view of the building. <laughs> like, do you want this room really? <laughs> she was kind of felt that. She's like, she's like, your, your view is better than the other one. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, but this one has more space. And she's like, okay, if you want the more space and you can have this room, no problem. And I was like, do I have it for all five days? And she's like, let me double check the computer. And she's like, yeah, you can have it for all five days. <laughs> like she, she was like yeah you can have it for all five days no problem and i was like wow. all right and she's like yeah. and i was like i don't want to pay an extra fee and she was like nope and i was like okay well if i don't have to pay an extra fee and i have it for all five days i'll take it. and she's like yeah no problem the last tip i have about pairs is to double check third-party websites so through plum benefits i have it through my workplace i was able to get um, museum tickets for i don't know how to say this in french museum de la or henry but like on website for the official website for the museum it was sold out for almost two weeks but because i went through a third party through my workplace like a lot of people have plum benefits have mm -hmm. access to this website too i was able to book a ticket the next day 
because it's on a third party. So just keep that in mind when you're visiting Paris that you have to pre-plan. But like sometimes you might get lucky where a third party website might sell the ticket. So that happened to me two times. It happened for Musée d'Orsay and Musée the Orange one too. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know how to say it either. So there's a lot of different ways that you can hack without using points and miles just by being nice. But don't forget, we do have the New Year, New Me challenge coming up this week if you're listening to this on Monday when it comes out. But if you're listening to it later, we will have the replays available. So you always have time to plan your trip for this year or next year. We're going to go through the different steps to planning a trip and different hacks to make planning, especially with booking with points and miles, a lot easier for 2024. So we're excited to see you there. And if you haven't done so already, we have the Bougie in a Backpack Virtual Travel Summit. If you want to apply to be a speaker, you can do so. We I don't think at the time of recording, we don't have the tickets available yet, but we're going to have them soon. So it might be in the show notes or not, but just check with us. We'll send emails out about it. So make sure you get on our email list. You can download our Bougie in a Backpack Blueprint, and that'll put you on our email list as well. So we hope you like this episode. Let us know what you think. Remember the five-star podcast ratings and reviews help a lot of our podcasts have more have more future events just because a lot of our podcast sponsors they do read our podcast ratings and reviews so if you do like something from this episode make sure you leave a nice rating and review and we hope you like more episodes of us and we'll see you next week